This week on Erotic Awakening, OnlyFans content creation, more glass, and RV living goes crashy. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. This week, patron supporters received an article on power exchange when the leader can't lead. As well as early access to the podcast, a free version of the audiobook, Polyamory Toolkit, free ebooks, exclusive chats, member-only Discord access, and other content. For as little as $5 a month, you can help support the show and get an ever-expanding list of bonus content. Head over to patreon.com slash eroticawakening today. And thank you to our latest supporters, Lady O. And Megan. Hi, Dawn. Hi, Dan. <laughs> Thanks to what... our supporters. <laughs> huh? Thanks to our supporters. I thought we said that already. <laughs> did we? Yes. Thank you. Oh, we, we are... did. Oh, I wow. think I'm going to oh. take the first seven attempts at this and put it out there for the patrons. So they can hear how bad it goes sometimes. They'll see how the brain and mouth doesn't work so so great after a crashy crash. After a crashy crash. And you're going to hear more about the adventures of RV living as the, well, it, it's an adventure right now. That's for sure. I hope you like the spot that you're currently sitting in, Dawn, because you ain't going anywhere for a while. For a couple of weeks, at least. But so. before we get there, we are going to bring on guest today is Jenna Citrus, who is a OnlyFans content creator, they're going to talk to us about being a content creator, which I'm pretty curious about, how to get more engagement and all kinds of other things. Jenna, thanks for being on the podcast. Glad to be here, Dan and Don. Thanks for having I, me. Thanks for sitting through the first <laughs> seven failed attempts. I am sure that you are picturing, what are these clowns doing? It just um, reminds... Oh, go ahead. <laughs> so let me start off by saying OnlyFans, if I remember correctly, OnlyFans started off being kind of a naughty no i don't think it started as naughty no. i think it was kind of an mm -hmm. artsy sort of thing or something like that i don't know what kind of only fans content creator are you i feel like only fans started off trying to compete with patreon and then it sort of got branded for being porn so i don't i'm i, I make videos i make erotic naked photos just different things of my body and then i also do some audio bits so so as you were stumbling through the intro to this it just made me think of anytime i tried to record an audiobook because there are so many like snaps and edits and redos and it's me just being like oh i got this 90 percent done and then something happened i'm like oh wait the air conditioner was off <laughs> it's like, we, we, over. we decided to do an audiobook of our polyamory toolkit yes. and we tried to do it on our own and just couldn't we had to end up going into the studio so that someone else could <laughs> stop and start and redo so that's a lot of work oh yeah so so give me an idea of like in what was the last thing that you posted to only fans well, my partner actually took pictures of me. I was outside in the backyard doing some naked sunbathing just because we have a backyard like that. And it was a nice warm day. And I was like, hey, let's get outside. And he sort of snuck up on me and took a couple, I'll almost call them creep shots for lack of a better term. <laughs> but OnlyFans took them down because it looked like I was passed out with quotation marks. Oh. Uh, so there's, I was just hanging out, being naked in the backyard. They're like, nope, can't have these. <laughs> but So you have to be somewhat engaged in... Yes, I'm aware that I'm being having these pictures taken. Apparently, you can't sleep or have your eyes closed. It does. I keep getting stuff taken down for that all the time. There's a lot of reasons they take down a lot of content, but they've got bots right now, so it's all over the place. But keep trying. <laughs> so, so there's got to be, uh, and I think my understanding is COVID only made it more of a competition on OnlyFans. That more and more people are in. How do you stand out on OnlyFans? What's what makes what would make me go look at a Jenny Citrus versus one of the other 10 or 11 people on OnlyFans. 
I hear a lot of people on YouTube comment about my personality and they really like that I'm a happy, warm, engaging person. So that's probably what I would have to say is the best reason. Because yes, I'm naked just like everybody else is under their clothes. So, And that's one thing that if anyone comes to me and they're like, hey, I'd like to do this, but I either have like a non-typical body type or I'm a mom or if they say anything like that. And I'm like, please do it. Like anyone has a chance to do this. It's just about engaging with people and just trying to form connections. So I encourage anyone after I make them watch my video on YouTube that's 10 reasons why not to start an OnlyFans because there are definitely reasons about that too. Oh, I'd have to go watch that because I was actually <laughs> interested in starting an OnlyFans and then yeah. couldn't figure out how to do it. So <laughs> I, I would have to, sounds like it's going to be a lot of energy for me to start fresh, whereas you've got a good following and you're already in there and involved. In I'm curious, that. what kind of reasons are there for not starting? And obviously we want people to go see the video, but give me one or two examples. Well, you've already got a good following for this that is erotic based. So you might be really good to like ease on in there and start an OnlyFans ba based on this audience, perhaps. If Ooh. Do you guys want to see Tom naked? Is that what your OnlyFans is going to be about? But one, <laughs> one of my... <laughs> One of my number one reasons is so a lot of young people that like 18, 20s, that type of young person comes to me and they're like, hey, I want to get into this. And I, I just say, are you sure? Like, do you want to be an erotic content creator for the rest of your life? Or like, are you sure you don't want to run for senator later? Like, do your parents know? That's Those are all the conversations I try to have with people before I'm like, I will gladly support you. I have mentorships and shout outs and all of this stuff. But are you sure? And like if well, what one local business owner here in town approached me for it and she says, I'm ready. And I'm like, OK. And then suddenly other people are like, did you know she had an OnlyFans? And I'm like, yes, I'm helping her. But I'm not telling everyone. It's up to her to tell people. But it's sort of one of those like, I want to help you as much as possible and spread your name around. But also, I'm not trying to slander you by being like, join her OnlyFans. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's right. Sort of this double edged sword of like, oh. <laughs> Is the money reasonable? Is it, can I make a, not I, but do people make a living on OnlyFans or is it more of a side gig or? I've been able, so I started on Patreon in 2017 and I was able to go full-time in 2018 based on the number of YouTube subscribers and the people that decided to go into Patreon and OnlyFans. And so I am one of the COVID models. I just saw how big OnlyFans was getting and it was very similar to Patreon. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, well, hey, I'll jump on there too and post either. And for a while I was posting similar content and for a while I was posting just very different content. And so there's a blend of the, both of those. And I've been competing with myself for the last three years on OnlyFans and Patreon. And I was making a full-time living on Patreon. And now I'm probably not quite making a full-time living on Patreon, but the amount I'm making on OnlyFans has risen quite a bit. So I'm able to, okay. between the two of them, they are my full-time job and I support my partner and have a house and all those fun things. So like, I'm, I don't, I keep telling people like, I can't quite retire, but I have enough flexible spending where I'm not just strapped for cash all the time. So right. it's, but there are definitely good months and bad months. Every once in a while, I'll get one of those magical, is it five or six figures, whichever one doesn't make me look like I make buku bucks. I guess it's, yeah. Every once in a while, I'll get the $10,000 mark per month, but it's rare. And okay. so mostly it's like two, two to $5,000 is like what you can expect. And so if you're, my expenses end up being between like five and six grand a month. And so I have to be kind of prepared and padded for that. And it's when I have one of those two grand months, I'm like, ooh, yikes, <laughs> got to work on this a little bit harder. I'm super curious if, OnlyFans creators are competitors or are do they partner up? And my 
in the pod in kinky podcasting most of the other kinky podcasters are like oh we'll come on your show we'll give you a shout out every once in a while you come across these people it's just no i want to be the king of kinky podcasting <laughs> i can't have anybody know about yours so is it for i would guess it's got to be a competitive business it may be but i choose to not be in the competitive side of it because in my mind there's more than enough money to go around and it doesn't feel like a scarcity place and i very much welcome i i so enjoy having another person to make content with that i'm very encouraging and having people on my platform and i wel welcome shout outs and trades and anything anyone wants to do that way but because there's only so many naked photos of myself i can take doing the same similar things until it's like oh look there's my boobs again and then it's like well that's <laughs> seen those <laughs> and so when i'm able to pull someone else or even several someone else's onto my platform and share them to my audience i feel like it's more interesting and engaging and for me some of my favorite things to photograph are multiple people at once and so i started in january doing OnlyFans meetups at my house with local models and i didn't know very many local models but it seemed like each local model on OnlyFans knew one or two other people and so that i started a group out i think there were two or three people i invited and then it's grown to 30 people but not all of them have been to my house at once so that could have been a little <laughs> overwhelming we yeah. had about six of us come to meet up so wow that's really cool how do how does that so let's say three people show up do each <laughs> of you bring your own photographer and you each get to post to your own only fans say oh here's my perspective of this thing so i've been a photographer and videographer long before i was a model and i've been doing self-portrait work and so I'm, I mostly handle the camera and I keep waiting for a model photographer to show up but mostly the models that show up are just models that use their cell phone and I have sort of like a welcome intro like people can hang out in the main room or the first hour or so is just running around taking selfies with their phones mostly is so, sort of what happens and then usually I throw a camera to either there's there's a boyfriend or an assistant or someone that's standing around being like I don't have anything in my hands right now and I'm like hold my professional DSLR and push the button. So there's a lot of like setting up angles and lights and then r running to one side of the camera and looking at it and like, okay, let me get in the picture and take some more pictures. Very cool. Awesome. Awesome. So how do you do, like you said, right, you take, you can only take so many naked pictures of yourself. Do you hit levels of burnout at all? Were you well, just getting tired of constantly creating I feel like one thing I've really done to help burnout is both bringing my partner on board and bringing other creators on board because it gets less boring the more people in interaction. And I, just, I keep trying to keep my hands down because I always keep making quotation marks around the words real job. <laughs> my real job. I'm like, no, I've been making a full-time living in this for five, five years. This should probably be my real job, I guess. <laughs> But it just feels like one of those, like, it's me with a phone making videos or camp photos. And it doesn't seem like a real job because there's no office. There's no like, oh, I am accountable to this deadline. I mean, on some things like I advertise and I'll like schedule a live stream. And then, of course, I have to be here for the live stream. But there's some, I mean, there's just so much flexibility around it. Like my mom just impromptuly came over today and she's like, oh, it's Monday. Isn't it a work day? Or do you need me out of the house at a certain time? And I'm like, well, I do have this thing. At five o'clock, I need you out of the house for you guys. But otherwise, I'm like, no you can just hang out and i'll just do it another time so, sometimes i'm laying in bed at 10 o'clock at night and i'll be posting things which brings up another thing that i have problems with which is boundaries because when i first started on OnlyFans, it was the more time and energy and effort i put into it the more money i could make and i'm like of course i want more money and then there's some things it's like jenny you need to balance your mental health and take a step back and don't get so burnt out because yeah bur burnout is definitely a real thing thankfully i have a lot of other 
irons in the fire and things that keep me entertained. So I try to fight burnout by either playing with my dogs or working on another project that has a lot of meaning to me. So that's one of the things I sort of try to do. But yes, burnout is definitely a real thing. And there'll be some weeks where I'm like, well, I'm glad I have this week scheduled out because I don't want to do anything. So when you talk about interaction with other people and stuff, and I'm going to out myself here in saying that I haven't actually been on OnlyFans. That's okay. I tried to set something up because I was going to do something and couldn't figure it out and just haven't gone back to it. So when you talk about interaction with like your fans, what kind of interaction is it? What does that look like? Is it just photography? Is it talking to them? Is it? I have one person on there that absolutely loves to hear voice messages. And as much as I love you out there, I'll call you M for your anonymity purposes. Every once in a while, I get really burnt out about sending little voice messages out. And like, I'll be in a public space and I'll like be answering my OnlyFans messages. And I'm like, well, I can't send you a voice message right now. So (laughs) that's one where it's a little bit difficult to to do. But a lot of it is just messaging back and forth. And I, I keep using this word and it feels like the wrong word. But a lot of my regular clients feel like my boyfriend's out there it's like I have I feel like I have several people I interact with so much I'm like oh yeah how are you doing today or what's going on or I just know very personal detailed things about their life and ask them about it and we just kind of go back and forth like that and I will say getting an account set up is probably the hardest thing because they do reject your passport and license and different things like that so don't be discouraged and we can I can try to walk you through it later if you want to want more help getting set up on OnlyFans that would be awesome Dan, I don't have to go back to work. I can (laughs) (laughs) go back to showing your boobs. I can do that. Though I've been in dungeons before. People have seen my boobs, but not everybody gets to go to a dungeon. No, you have to want to see them more. Exactly. Yeah. All the little itty bitty duffel bag of fetish clothes I have. I can do the things. I, I bought the wings. and <laughs> So uh, let me explain how this goes. Six months from now, when you talk to us, it'll be, yeah, Dawn made X on OnlyFans, but she spent Y on fetish clothes. So. Oh, yeah. I... Have you ever, this is, I don't know, have you ever run into anybody out in the street, in the shopping mall or whatever, who said, I know you from something? I've ran into two female content creators that actually knew me from Instagram and we've become really good friends and they keep coming to the OnlyFans meetups or over to my house for photography events. Like they knew me from the internet and they're like, it's you. And I'm like, who are you? (laughs) And then we've been friends afterwards. I do get a lot of looks from the male gaze out and well, just be out and about. And so when I go, so I'll call them my YouTube clothes and then my normal people clothes. I am a very modern midwest scared to show a lot of skin never have shown cleavage out in the real world but when i get online i don't care and i don't have any of those stipulations around me but i do get some glances from men out in public where i wonder if they're thinking is that jenna citrus (laughs) i mean i just like smile and wave back to them politely because that's the kind of person i am but i've not had anyone be like I've seen you naked and I like you so far. <laughs> knock on wood. I, is that, is that, or is that the key thing that you want to be recognized from? That's awesome. I know we've had our voices recognized before and it's kind of, kind of freaked us out. Be in the middle of Indianapolis in a cracker barrel and someone's like, Dan, <laughs> Dawn. And we're like, do we know you? <laughs> you now you mentioned mentoring. And is that something you do as a, is that a paid gig or is that just something you're doing for the community or what does mentoring look like for Jenny Citrus? 
Jenna said, so the best, best case scenario is that someone comes to me like Dawn, who hasn't set her OnlyFans link up. And she's like, I've been thinking about this, blah, blah, blah. I want to do it. And I'll send her my referral code. And she'll say, okay, yes, I want to do this. And she get, gets it all set up on her end. And I get 5% of their earnings for the first year. So that's the most ideal route that like I can take. I, I haven't had anyone sign up to do a paid thing. And I just kind of give back for a while until it starts to be too much. And so far, mm. I haven't had anyone that's just been very needy and too muchy so that's been nice but ideally i would get five percent of their earnings but if i don't then i still i try to take them through as much as i can without it being too tedious and stressful on me but one, one thing i'll do especially with local models is like we'll just come over and we'll take some pictures and like i'll post them on my page they'll post them on their page and in my mind it's like well hopefully they'll get more famous than i am out there and people will scroll back through and be like oh look she worked with jenna and then click on my profile so that's oh, okay that's, very cool that's maybe my reverse psychology but yeah. Oh, I like it. We may have to chit chat. Okay. <laughs> when I have a little bit of time and not so stressed out. <laughs> have, you, have you ever not had any negative repercussions? You'd mentioned mom stopping by earlier. Have you had somebody come up and say, oh my God, I can't believe you do that. Burn in hell have, or something. I've been incredibly lucky. When I did have a PO box, I would occasionally get tracts sent to me. And that was about as far as it would ever go. Sometimes there, I think there was one letter that was just like, I hope God can help you. But I mean, besides that, I tell like I tell my neighbors, I tell people that I work with on different boards and like I'm just very open about it. So far, luckily, knock on wood again, here we go. But people are just like, oh, OK. Or like they'll be like, Oh, really? And then they think I'm a sex therapist and want to tell me their whole <laughs> backstory. I'm like, is that what I said? <laughs> no, it can't be what I said. They're like, you said the word sex. I'm like, I did not say that word. I said naked. <laughs> and so that, that's, I mean, I don't mind talking about sex at all, but it's just so odd that like, that's the trigger. It's like, oh, they hear that I'm nude. And so they're like, aha, you must want to talk about this. And I'm like, I don't mind talking about it, but that's sort of irrelevant to my job title. Right. Well, one more question for you, if you don't mind. Yeah, of course. And I'm not going to suggest that I have been doing the appropriate amount of research. That's how I'll put this. <laughs> Was it, did you get any negative impact from cutting your hair? Oh, yeah. I, mostly it was on YouTube, though. Like the YouTube haters just like despised it. They were so mad. <laughs> I will tell you why I cut my hair, though. I had long COVID for two and a half months. And at the end of the two and a half months, I was at the point where I was just like, I don't think I'm getting better from this. And I have long COVID and I'm tired of laying in bed and hurting myself every time I move around in bed. So I cut my hair off with like a razor shaper. And, and yeah, and it's growing back. <laughs> I think it grow, has grown back wonderfully. And I bet Dawn actually is envious of that haircut because that's the haircut you've been oh, wanting. Oh, yeah. I like that haircut. I keep going short, but I uh, just haven't liked, liked how it's going yet. <laughs> Jenna Citrus, thank you very much for being on the show. How can people find Jenna Citrus? They can go to jennacitrus.com. I'm on Instagram, YouTube, all the socials. Pretty much if you type in J-E-N-A-C-I-T-R-U-S with either a .com or just into an internet browser or your favorite social media platform, I'm pretty much there. Fantastic. Awesome. Thanks for being on the show. Hang out with us uncomfortably for a little bit while we wrap this thing up. Dawn, somehow, I don't know how we're going to get there, but we got to get to Texas, Toledo, Toronto, Pennsylvania, Detroit, Kansas City, Chicago, Tulsa, and Minnesota. We do. So, and I guess we'll tell people how to, how we're going to do that. If they want to keep up with all of our events, see now I'm stuttering, right? <laughs> <laughs> so keep up with all our events, book news and discounts and more via the Erotic Awakening newsletter. 
and get your EA shout out like Kismet from a USA. Aaron from North Carolina. Lady O from DC. Andy from Quebec. Scott from Pennsylvania. Odin from the USA. And Jacob from Louisiana. Some of these names I know. I know some of these. Okay, people. yeah, you've heard That's the name awesome. Odin before. I get that. No, That's no. The, it that, may not be the Odin. Like Lady O? I absolutely <laughs> recognize the name Lady O, yes. So head over. Did you say this already? Head no. over to eroticawakening.com and subscribe today. All right. Let's Now, before Jenna thinks that we are indeed a pair of clowns, let's explain why this is a bit discombobulated. And Jenna, oh. we did give you a little bit of a prequel into this, into why we are recording from this this hotel room of all things. And where we probably forgot to turn off the air conditioners. So there might be a little hum in the video. There may but, well um, be. This is not the best we are, studio we've ever had. No, definitely on the road. So, and people are used to us being on the road, but this was not expected. So I'm surprised that we're only stuttering because I know right after the accident happened, I was telling you how I was doubling my word. So there's a book we're reading, actually, a fantasy book, not erotic, just a regular sci-fi fantasy sort of thing. And there's a character in there that double speaks all her words. And that is literally what I was doing Friday. We had a mishap. So how much detail do you want to give? I will tell you this. We were driving down the road, dragging the RV along, and I, uh, due to a, well, I was, I coughed on some tea. I passed out and uh, the, both the truck and the RV, although we did not, we're not injured. We're not injured. We should say that first. I just forgot. Yes, we should have started that. Life, is that. We're perfectly fine. We're finding little random micro bruises and burns and stuff from the airbags, but we are okay. We walked away from that accident, but no, Dan. So I sit in the back seat. Dan sits in the front seat. Dan can't actually give a lot of details as to what happened <laughs> because Dan was unconscious. So he was driving and started coughing. And I advised him very loudly to move to the side of the road and pull over. And instead he went to pull over and passed out. So we kept going. And so that means up the incline and we were in, we're kind of near the Poconos mountains. So up the incline on the side of the road, through road signs, over boulders, we saw that we went back to the accident site, saw the boulder that actually guided us back out onto the turnpike. And he came to in time for, while I was yelling at him to hit the brakes. So, <laughs> and so, yeah, so we've got a dinged up, we have a dinged up a tiny house on wheels. We have a dinged up truck that all the airbags went out, which sounds like a sonic boom if you've yes. ever been in a vehicle with airbags that go off. So our hearing's been messed up for a little bit, but I don't know if that is from the airbags or from the screaming. It could have been from the screaming. So I can scream very loudly and it did not wake you up. So <laughs> if, if we have any podcast fans out there in Scranton, Pennsylvania, we live here now. This is where we live. <laughs> for a few weeks. So we have to wait on insurance companies. We have one insurance for the RV, one insurance for the truck. So that's two insurance companies to work with. And luckily, we have friends that have found us a hotel room and we have a rental car. So we are not in bad shape. We are just not where we expected to be. I'll be celebrating my 56th birthday in Scranton, Pennsylvania. You will. <laughs> so the... Interesting bit about that. And really funny, and not to go too down too far down this rabbit hole, Dawn and you and I are in this power exchange relationship. And due to the accident, I was in this stock shock state where I was not able to lead this relationship. You were very I, I had to keep checking on you because you were very 
low key and but you were also sitting here like on Priceline and stuff and you were doing the things and so I told you I said I'm not going to step in and take care of things because I don't want to seem like I'm mommying you right and you spoke up and said no your job is to take care of me speak up if it looks like it needs to be spoken up right and then just a little bit later you said you know what I can't make these decisions right now Yes. I can't do this. And to get the rest of that story, I just did publish that out on our thingamajigger. Our Patreon. Power Exchange and When the Leader Can't Lead. Give you a little more details about that. Jenna, have you ever been in a car accident? Yeah, it's pretty terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Well, don't recommend it. That was, that was my first one. So I've been in some near misses and my parents used to own an auto body shop. So I know what can mm. happen and what the results can be. So I'm a little anxious anyway on moving day and I sit in the back seat. And for those that listen to the podcast that know about our dog, Ginger, a lot of people have been asking about our dog because they know how anxious she is on moving day. We did not post this, but we actually left her behind with friends in Phoenix because we were going to be moving around so much over the next few months. So she was not with us, thank goodness. Okay. But uh, yeah, so my anxiety is already ramped up a little bit on moving day. And yeah, <laughs> so that was my first, wasn't my first some, real experience. And no. wasn't there some movie about people that found it erotic to go to? Yes, car and crash? James Spader's in it. Oh, well, I have to go gosh. watch it because I saw that on his IMBD recently when I was trying to figure out what else to watch of his. You are quite the James Spader fan. I am, but I don't know if I want to watch that movie if it's about car accidents. It is about mm -hmm. car accidents. I am going to go talk to. We have someone in the community that has has been in a car accident before. That's reached out to me, especially since she knows my power exchange with Dan, because I've had people ask me, you know, what's it like to have your master <laughs> incapacitated while something is going on that dangerous? And uh, yeah, so I'm going to talk to her about it. But enough of that, Jenna, since we're close friends now, I am going to ask you a very personal <laughs> question. This was last week's question of the day. Jenna, if you, and not to suggest that you use sexual toys like dildos, <laughs> but if you did... <laughs> and you could only have dildos made of one material. What one material would you pick? I think it's silicone. It's a smooth. I'm not a sex toy expert, but I know which one is my favorite. And it's a sort of like a smooth. I almost want to use the word neoprene. But yeah, not glass and not not the flimsy kind that just flop everywhere. Because <laughs> I got one of those from Amazon. I was like, what even is this? Like, who wants a floppy dildo? I, I don't so even like back. those. Those are depressing. I don't like those at all. <laughs> well, a lot of people actually had your answer. So a lot of people said the silicone and the things like that. But I was kind of waffling between silicone and glass because I do love my glass. And we had someone else write us that said, glass for the win. Yes, we had a couple of people on the Discord also agreed with glass. Uh, someone wrote us, this someone named Minkari, who said, hell yes, glass for dildos. <laughs> Matter of fact, she mentioned her favorite custom glass maker. You can find that person on the Fet Life as aka underscore rpg and she says she has been buying glass sticks from him for years and i is not a sentence you read very often no, is it but i love glass i mean when we moved when we sold the condo i bet you i owned 12 now i have two because we live in an rv and <laughs> glass is heavy but I kept my two favorite and one of them's got like tentacle bumps on it and stuff like that. Yeah. I like the glass. So her and I can be friends. And when I go to her place, because I know where she lives. Go on. What? 
I thought you were going to say we're going to share glass dildos. No, I'm going to at least look at her collection, though. <laughs> hey, I'm trying to help you get your OnlyFans. Uh, there we go. Oh, Staring. glass dildos. I don't know. Mm. I have to. Um, could be a theme. Terrified. D d glass dildos have always terrified because I use a lot of like tension when I come and I'm very scared of breaking one. And so for me, that seems like, like I could maybe try a plastic one, but glass seems like a terrible idea for me. I get it, but they are, they're really sturdy, believe me. Okay. <laughs> they're very sturdy and easy to clean. I'm finding that whole tension you're describing to be kind of scary. <laughs> I don't know if I want a finger in there when you <laughs> snap it off. That's I know. Never um, broken anyone's finger yet. <laughs> fair. Now, uh, Jenna, you'd mentioned you have a YouTube channel. Our question of today's podcast is what is your favorite YouTube channel? And that doesn't have to be a an adult YouTube channel. Just what is your uh, YouTube channel you really enjoy that comes to mind? This almost feels like even more self-promotion, but I was just on a show called Hook, Line, and Chill. And so right now, that's my favorite YouTube channel. He lives an hour from here, which I couldn't believe. And he takes people out in boats and they go fishing and they bring fish onto the boat and catch them. And I love doing it. And now I'm starting to go through and just watch everything else he's done out there. And I'm like, wow, that is really cool. But very yeah, nice, nice. Uh, head over to the Discord channel and tell us what your favorite YouTube channel is. Awesome, Don. You have no tentacles. Oh, yes, you do. Good I, lord, I, these I, things are not updated. No, this one's not updated. Let's see. Discord, Don is a fan of the tentacles, not safe for work. Oh, my, <laughs> holy cow! Oh, yeah, we've got some. Look what I oh, and then Minotaurus. Look at that! Look at that ring. We were just at a fine art show a little bit from here, trying to act normal after the crashy crash, <laughs> and someone had some of the most amazing tentacle jewelry. Holy mm -hmm. cow! Mm -hmm. And then we realized we couldn't buy anything because we're homeless. <laughs> Let's see. So I really like the octopus ring there, uh -huh. and then the Enigma. little uh, I don't know, little fey person being eaten by some kind of slimy monster. <laughs> I'll assume that's what that is. Is that turning you on? Oh, because yeah, and then I guess I sent somebody. I've sent a number of people this. The picture of the Bano, Banos Basanos. Thank you, Basanos sent us a like 150 clothespins being ripped off of a person. It oh looks my. terrifying. And then more tentacle porn and more tentacle. Porn. I like the black white. This one? Yes, from Enigma. That's very cool looking. Yeah. So, well, it's like a blue monster. <laughs> oh, I like that. Okay. It never I occurred could get to me. lost in this. Sorry. <laughs> I, 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 now I understand probably how most of our podcast listeners feel because I can see Jenna's face as we're describing things. She's like, I can't see those. What are you talking about? This is a podcast. It doesn't you are missing tentacle porn. <laughs> Usually I try to write details down on the notes instead of opening up the pictures because I get a little lost. It's yeah, like, oh, look at that. Oh, my. <laughs> if I was Tentacle. on the Discord, I feel like I'd be in the know. <laughs> there you go. Take a moment to support the podcast. Rate us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Yep, you lost me. <laughs> or just tell your friends. Feel free to reach out to us. We love interacting with you. Contact us with questions, podcast comments, or just to say hi. You can find us at FetLife as Dan and Dawn. We are Erotic Awakening on Instagram. Use the links from the Erotic Awakening website, Facebook, and Discord. Or just email us at Dan and Dawn at eroticawakening.com. Bye, Bye, Dan. Dawn. <laughs> Bye, Bye, Jenna. Jenna. Bye. <laughs>